Hello and welcome to Events Forward, brought to you by Meetings and Incentives Worldwide. I'm your host, Jeff Nowy, and in this podcast, I'll be interviewing subject matter experts on their opinions, findings, and recommendations in our changing environment. Our vision is to transform organizations through the power of human energy. We do not just find and interview industry experts, we are the industry experts. More importantly, this podcast series is focused on moving events forward. As an event management professional, you'll hear real-world, practical, and actionable advice on new health and safety developments, what to anticipate, and how to prepare for the return of live in-person events. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's get started. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Today, I will be interviewing Sam Gerke. Sam is MNIW's Senior Manager of Group Travel. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Sam. Thanks for having me. Sam, can you tell us a little bit about your role and how it is being implemented within the Events Forward Task Force? So I oversee the group travel department here at MNIW. The group travel team is responsible for providing personalized white glove travel arrangements that include booking air, also sometimes rail, hotel, or car. Uh, we manage changes, air reporting, and flight following as well from the beginning of the travel journey all the way to the attendee safe return home. My role within the Events Forward Task Force is to keep up to date on the ever-changing global travel industry as it relates to life after COVID-19. So I'm reviewing airline policies, airport policies, TSA and Department of Homeland Security updates, trends within the travel industry and corporate travel policy, and also travel restrictions in place for international travel. That's great. You guys are really looking out for the attendee through the whole process beginning to end. What should be considered when planning a meeting that involves air travel post-COVID-19? This is very much uncharted territory right now for the airline industry, and airline trends are really unpredictable. So one of the most important aspects of planning a meeting when attendees will be traveling by air is the accessibility of the meeting location. So what does the lift look like into that city? Airlines reduced their schedules globally by about 70% during the pandemic. There is slow improvement and every day airlines are adding more flights and seats back into their schedule, but it's going to take some time to get back to that pre-pandemic flight availability. So my first recommendation would be to have MNIW perform an airfare analysis for potential destinations to check into what lift looks like and also cost. So airfare budget is also another piece of the puzzle that's pretty unpredictable right now. Some markets that cater to a more leisure demographic may see more competitive airfare, whereas business markets may see a spike in airfare. Even after a destination is chosen, it'll be really important to continue to monitor that air pricing. With the industry so volatile right now, it could change really fast. Other things to consider would be attendee origin location restrictions. Are those attending still under a shelter in place order? If there's international travel involved, will attendees need to self quarantine upon arrival? Will they need to take a COVID-19 test, etc.? Right. We're a little familiar with that process, but hopefully it'll be disappearing soon. I hope so. <laughs> How are airlines improving their safety and cleanliness standards post-COVID? 
All major airlines are taking the safety of passengers and the cleanliness of their airplanes very seriously. Nearly all major carriers, including American, Delta, Southwest, United, they're all using high-grade EPA-registered disinfectant to wipe down the common surface areas and galleys and lavatories. And then they have additional cleaning that's occurring more often on touch points of the aircraft, like the window shades and armrests and the tray tables. All the major carriers are also using something called electrostatic fogging, which uses a hospital-grade disinfectant that reaches all public areas of the aircraft. This disinfectant and fogging process is actually known to kill germs for seven days, but there are many carriers like Delta that are actually fogging their aircraft daily. Airlines like Southwest and Delta are blocking middle seats through at least most of the summer, uh, but this is really not a sustainable sustainable practice for airlines from a revenue standpoint. So I would anticipate this practice to diminish as demand for air travel continues to grow. Some carriers like United and American are taking a different approach and they're not blocking middle seats, but instead they're notifying customers when their flight is reaching a certain capacity and then they're offering those customers the option to move to a different flight for free. In addition to the enhanced aircraft cleaning and the limited capacity on aircraft, all major airlines do require airline employees and all passengers to wear a face mask on board the aircraft. Currently, each airline has their own protocol as to when a face mask is required since there's no government mandate on face masks. So for example, JetBlue asks that face masks are worn from check-in all the way through to deplaning at your destination, whereas American is only asking customers to wear the face mask on the aircraft. So it's just best to check with your airline and airport for the latest policies on what the face mask requirements will be for your next trip. What items are travelers advised to bring along with them now when they travel by air? TSA now allows passengers to bring one 12-ounce bottle of hand sanitizer through the security checkpoint, so I definitely pack some hand sanitizer in your carry-on. Airlines and airports are providing hand sanitizer throughout, um, but it's always nice to have access to your own, of course. TSA is also beginning to require food to be removed from your carry-on bag and placed in a bin, so you'll want to bring a clear plastic bag to put your food in for this purpose. TSA says that food can often trigger an alarm when it's in a carry-on luggage, so they're implementing this rule to lessen the likelihood of opening and inspecting your carry-on. A face covering will also be something you'll want to bring along with you. Most airlines will provide a face mask if you don't have one, but of course, each airline's policy does vary, and it's always nice to show your own personal style with your favorite face mask, right? Yes, I do have a personal face mask that I prefer to wear, and it, it does make me feel, you know, unique. How have airline policies changed in regard to itinerary flexibility? Airline policies in regard to itinerary changes continue to be revised, it seems like, daily. Um, but right now, most airlines are allowing tickets to be changed without a change fee. Delta has even gone as far as allowing unlimited changes without a fee, and only the difference in airfare would be collected. This would be for the duration of the ticket validity, which is generally one year from the purchase date. 
It does seem like airlines are taking this rule month by month right now. So currently this is only for tickets that are purchased through June 30th of 2020 for most airlines. Because these policies are ever changing and vary by airline, it really is best to check with the carrier prior to booking a new ticket to determine what the flexibility of that ticket will look like. If you have an unused ticket that was issued prior to the pandemic and travel was canceled by the passenger, most of those tickets now have an extended ticket validity. So for example, Delta, United, and Southwest have extended ticket expiration dates into late 2022, um, and American has extended them through the end of 2021. So will the airlines require temperature checks or health certificates to fly in the future? Currently, there's only one domestic carrier that requires a temperature check prior to boarding, and that's Frontier Airlines. Most domestic air carriers have expressed concern that temperature checks should really be government regulated and performed by someone other than the carrier itself. I think it's hard to say if and when the government would implement this, but in my opinion, most major airlines will not require temperature checks as long as it's up to them to perform them. As far as health certificates go, many countries do require a COVID-19 medical certificate that indicates a negative status within a few days of travel, generally within about 72 hours. And I would anticipate that more countries will adopt this practice as the world continues to reopen. Sam, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing all of this information with us. And to our listeners out there, I hope you enjoyed this conversation and found it helpful, and I hope that you will join us in future interviews with our MNIW industry leaders and subject matter experts. We started small and Midwest nice. We're taking calls.